Now, I can only safely assume, McCall, after how many people you told and how much shouting you did about Broomy yesterday. Brooms! AJ McCall at VFX that you went home and tried it all about your house. Of course I did. Did that's it work? A, that's a safe assumption. Did it work? Mm-hmm. I have... Mine didn't. So I have three brooms because I'm a witch. Um, Not really. I have three brooms because... <laughs> Call it VFX. I just have three brooms. Right, yeah, okay? sure. Like, there's, there's, that's the right approach to explain this because there's no explaining it. You do, you do construction stuff, and so I had like, we we got a new broom, and then we had an older broom, and then I've got one that's in my garage. So it was like, they just I have three brooms. Fair. Okay. Three brooms. I have three brooms. Did you stand them up and allow them to have a broom meeting? Yes. It was quite weird. Maybe that's why Yogi barked all hours of the night last night. Maybe that's I fair. summoned something. That's ooh. Yeah, but really, are you going to summon anything that's really that dangerous using brooms? They're going to pop it. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. <laughs> Just brooms. I, you know what cracked me up? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yesterday, so we had the broom standing up li- right next to both of us all morning. It stood up right after the show started. I left it standing up when I left work yesterday. Yeah. What cracked me up is people were, there was two sides. People either came in and were like, what's going on with the broom? And people just didn't notice. And it's a red broom. Right. And so- well, it was the funniest thing because like our engineer, Kevin, who is one of our really good friends, he like, he came in and I said, I'm really surprised, truthfully, that uh, Kevin's not asking what the crap's going on with the broom. He's like, he walked past it. That's just his level of focus. Yeah, he was like, well, I noticed it, but I was like... He asked eh. me later, by the way. Did he? Yes, and oh. then I explained it. And then he started asking me questions, and then I was like, I don't know. He was <laughs> like, why is this the case? I was like, I, all I remember is there was it's moon the equinox. Earth were lined up or something, and gravity something I read or other. A ton of I read a ton of random-ish about it. So... You know, gravity was was a witch's friend yesterday or something. Oh, I think it's the best theory I can dude, come up with. Dude, I'm so mad. Why are you mad? Because I just came up with a great video for TikTok on it. Because it's got the John Mayer gravity. <laughs> oh, no, Gosh McCall. dang it. No, you definitely can't still make your TikTok video. I can't. You can. Oh. AJ McCall on VFX. Besides, I have another bone to pick with you anyway. Why? I noticed the hat you're wearing, and we need to have a discussion about the effect my work wife seemingly is having on my home life. No. Yes. Whatever. AJ McCall's show. Uh, Look, McCall, there's one thing that I like. It's a little bit of division. I like my home life to be my home life, and I like my work life to be my work life. Now, I bring all the craziness that is my family on air plenty of times. I mix them up that way, but we need to have a discussion about the somehow unconscious effect you seem to be having on my home life. I don't like this. Why? I see your ridiculous moon hat that you're wearing it's today. It's not a ridiculous, ridiculous moon hat. It's ridiculous. It literally looks like circle, half-eaten cookie, this is, toenail. This is, oh my... AJ... What? This is the moon cycle. Just yeah. leave it alone. Toenail, half-eaten wear, cookie, full pizza. Wear, let me wear my freaking hat and be a, a hippie. Let me just let me just do that. You're wearing that. Would you like to know what sweatshirt Ashley wore to the gym yesterday? What? One that has the entire moon cycle on it. 
Well, it's not like it's out of place right now because um, everybody is selling them. Oh, you know. That's that, the thing that's the cool thing right now. That wasn't the big the thing. The yeah. yeah, that, that doesn't make it sound like a scam at all. That's the cool thing right now. No. The Just big is. one was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ashley and I were talking about her work schedule because right. she has three different jobs. Mm-hmm. And what did she bust out that I've never seen her use before? A planner. A planner. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything about the McCall Taylor that you should know, it's that she uses a planner, like 45 planners. I have a planner and then I have a uh, thing on my phone that's a calendar app. Um, and then I color coordinate my planner. Look, just because my life is busy doesn't mean that I shouldn't be scheduling it out. Some of the most famous people in the world schedule out their lives so that they can more successfully accomplish <laughs> those things that they need to what? be accomplishing within those moments of time. What a ridiculous blank statement. Really? Yeah. Some of the most busy people in the world are also serial killers. See, I can do it too. Some of the most busy people in the world actually pay attention to what they're spending their time on. Some of the busiest people in the world are also some of the gr- stupidest people in the world and they're still busy <laughs> i'm stupid as the i i am dumb as the day is long okay but oh excuse me what is a moose what for 500 dollars, please a, alex a moose but i <laughs> i still calendar out my day because if i don't calendar out my day i have no self-control and i waste my entire day all i'm saying is that i i am don't need this unconscious imprint that you are magically somehow carrying over like we just ashley had a conversation you did your hair blue ashley and I, at the end of last week had a conversation She's trying to figure out what she wants to do with her hair next. I swear to goodness, if she comes home with it blue, I'm be like, all right, what is happening? I don't know what in the Matrix is going on right now, but this is ridiculous. Well, it was a full moon two days ago. <laughs> now we're back to the moon hat. Moons! Maybe they're spying. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Ashley's keeping tabs on what you're doing. Probs not. Probably not. No. But I'll tell you who is keeping tabs on what we're doing. The bosses. Big brother? No. Oh, yes, both, oh. both Big Brother and the bosses, the two big bees. Got it. <laughs> and if you don't believe us, we broke it down yesterday for sure the did. debate at eight. You know, our boss isn't supposed to be here. Take that for what it's worth. AJ McCall at VFX. Right. But does that mean your boss actually is it paying attention to you? I'm sure our boss is actually paying attention to us. I don't know. I Maybe mean, there's not. listening to us, and then there's like listening intently. Right, because there's di- it's different. We're different. In a good way. All the time. <laughs> AJ, Ish. AJ recalls debated eight on VFX. Talking about burner accounts on Friday. Kevin Durant admitted a podcast. He's keeping them. And then as I, play, I played the clip that I heard in an interview, Doug Gottlieb said he thinks 75% of his bosses, 75% of the people, excuse me, higher-ups in companies he's worked for have burner accounts to check, see what their people are doing, which makes which sense. Which I could believe. Yeah, yeah. But I also think... I'm, I'm on board with it. I also think that... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not like popular, but like, I think that most of the time you can tell when there's somebody new that you're like, who is that? Because you do a ton of snooping after they follow you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But again, I don't have, I don't have like 4,000 followers, so I don't know. Alex there's a ton of people that are is on the phone. Alex, do you think that your boss spies on you? Oh man, absolutely. Because I, I like I know that for a fact. <laughs> you caught him like, <laughs> know, like creeping well, on the Facebook. What happened? No, I've had uh, I've had my coworkers, multiple coworkers, tell me like I'm I'm an okay worker, all right, for what I do. But let <laughs> 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 me preface this: I'm not like a horrible employee. I'm not the best, but I'm not horrible. Hey, you're either. honest, but that's fine. But uh, I've had I've had a couple coworkers tell me that my boss has asked them to keep an eye on me. <laughs> oh. 
Like, wow. You're one of those yeah. workers. One, one of those. It's okay. It's like in school. Like, people were told to keep an eye on me because they were like, watch her. She's not doing anything she's supposed to be doing right now. No, AJ yeah. McCall's show, same boat, bro. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we get, yeah, we get tabs kept on us all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. So McCall said that you think that our bosses do or don't. Final answer. Spy on us. Keep I'm sure they on. do. I'm sure they us. keep tabs. Okay. I'm on I'm board. sure they have people that yes. do the job for them because they're busy doing not that. <laughs> Palmer on furnishing poll of the day. Do you think your boss spies or keeps tabs on you? 55% of people said yes. Yeah. A majority of people think their boss spies on them. Probably. But in this day and age, it's never been easier. I mean, admittedly, how many times have we had a story where someone posts something stupid on social media and she's like, gone? I actually had a very good conversation this last week on a conversation that I'm going to be having in the future. Anyway, I had this conversation with somebody about how you actually <laughs> stop looking at me like that. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I had this conversation about how about that's- this conversation I'm going to have in the future. So this conversation was okay. Now I've caught us up. What? <laughs> what was it again? Um, it was about how that's that's how bosses before they hire you pay attention oh, to totally. who you are. That's that's exactly what happens. First thing when we look at interns or anything, we go straight to your social media to see who you are as a person. And if you're a garbage person on social media, we don't really want you here. Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? Yeah, this is Nate. I work in a job where I'm out on the road all day. I drive a company vehicle. Uh-huh. And I've had bosses that have come out and followed me around. Oh, gosh. As I'm doing particular things, just checking in on me, making sure I'm following all the safety rules and all that stuff, right? Right. Yeah. And I've had them, and I've gotten to the point where I've noticed them, and they've been following me for long enough without coming and talking to me or whatever. Uh-huh. Where I've called the cops on them. Oh. Because, because I didn't know it was them, and I have somebody following me. You know, that's probably the only form of spying that I think I would understand from our bosses. Because, you know, I got the speeding ticket, and I scraped up the side of the van once upon a time, way back when. They're following me around in the vehicle. I think I would understand that yeah, one. Yeah, that would probably make sense. <laughs> Yes or no? Will there be an email sent out at some point nope. passively, aggressively addressing the fact that, like, yeah, we think our boss is a spy? No. Okay. I think I would agree with that. Kind of give up the allure of spying. But yeah, yeah. If you don't think your boss is spying you, come on. We live in the age of social media. It's 2020, yeah. Everything's on the internet. Now, I must confess, AJ McCall on VFX, even as a kid, I don't feel like my creativity when it came to my own birthday was very tip-top. Okay. average, Probably below average in all honesty. Just wanted a cool present, and I just wanted, you know, my day. Pick dinner, that's it. Right. Kid in England got a little bit more crazy. Oh? <laughs> okay, sorry. Quick tea. So you remember how we are talking about being spied out at work? Right. Psst. Literally just sat right next to you and just stared straight into my soul. No just way. Just peered right around the glass. So, yeah, we've been spied on. Been confirmed we're Uh-oh. being spied on. <laughs> Sorry. That's extra story. danger. Yeah. Kid in England decided he wanted to be picked up by something special from school. Now, if I tell you it's in the horror movie genre, this might give you too much of a hint, but would you like to take a shot in the dark who he wanted to be picked up by? 
it? Ooh, good guess. That wouldn't have been bad. Jason. Oh. So his dad contacted special effects guy and like got a whole get up. Like legit what? looks like Jason from Friday the 13th. That's creepy. Now, the dad did his due diligence. Otherwise, this might have been a Florida not story and called the school. Yeah, so I'd he did. Say. He had to wait like around the corner. Right. But I tell you, there's a video and everything. It's on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. I don't think that kid's getting picked on anytime soon. No. Because the age of 13, you remember what you believed at 13? Like Bloody Mary? Yeah. Who didn't remember that? Still won't do that. Candyman? I remember that one. Can't say that one in the mirror I or in the dark room. No, what that one is. You remember that one? Don't, you can't say it three times. I, just, I think that's the dark room. Bloody Mary was the mirror, right? Yeah, dark yeah. room in the mirror. Yeah. Don't I say just it three avoided times all of those things. Yes, you never know. What happens is the one time you say it, you're like, oh, oh crap, it was real. Blah, done. Yeah, basically. That's exactly what would you're happen. Ironically die. But no, the video is real. The, the dad, whew. Good job, Dad. Whoever he got as the special effects guy did a killer job, pun intended. <laughs> check, out the, check out the video on our Twitter. It's pretty cool. Utah's VFX.com. 13 years. One last thing, though. When Do you remember the first scary movie you saw? This yeah. kid's 13 and picked Jason, so he's familiar with his uh, work, obviously. See, how old was I? I think I was 11 or 12, and I watched The Ring. Man, you went hard. It was scary. I was not a fan. The I first, could not sleep yeah. with the lights off yeah, for like probably the rest of my life. The I first mean, movie that freaked me out, I think, is really a scary movie. I, when I was the first Anaconda rated R, it was Anaconda. Big Snake. Scary. Yeah. I also watched. I remember not that having, great a movie. Um, I remember watching The Princess Bride, and I terrified. was terrified of the Rous. <laughs> When I was, but I watched it when I was like four. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up. Because I was terrified and I slept on the couch and I remember I had this panic attack that like, oh no, the R-O-U-S's are going to come out of around the corner. And I remember my mom came home and she was like, what is going on? Why are you on the couch? And I was like, that's what I had to sleep out here. No, I'm panicking. No, I'm scared. And she was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that, that in part, I've heard that part before. I'm very familiar with that last part. Yeah. My mom told me here, it's okay. We'll sit down. I'll make you some tea and it'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? Nothing. Let's get three crazy stories. Okay. So we've got story one. Lady gives her, lady with the warrant out gave the cop a fake name, but only to find out that that lady that she gave the fake name of also had a warrant out for her arrest. So she still got arrested. What the, uh, well, you know what they say, you determine uh, a good course of your life by who you choose to spend time with. Clearly that lady spends time with criminals. Yep. There's story one. Story number two, 82 year old guy gets jail time for constantly blasting his classical music. (laughs) You know, you, you, you're okay. Loud classical music, Is it, <laughs> rap maybe, rock sure. Classical music, eh, not so much. Sick of this Bach. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Brahms is. I I'm done listening to Brahms. And then story number three: some guy returns home to find a naked, crack smoking guy in his bed. I'm assuming. I feel very safely. That's not where he left that. Nope. He I didn't did not think leave so. That I, there. I, I wasn't sure because you never know what the possibilities of Florida. He are. just thought, huh? You know what? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I definitely did not leave Something this here. Thing is not the way it's meant to be here. I don't know why <laughs> this is here. Now, obviously, for the uh, Cash Valley Recovery, Florida not on VFX with AJ McCall.
I am absolutely terrified okay. of the capacity of human nature to do stupidity. Reasonable. Because we explore it every morning. Right. But that being said, where did the fear start? Rosanna, what was the uh, first movie that scared you? Oh, my gosh. Probably, like, Chucky. Yeah. Oh, my best friend. You know, when I was younger growing up, I was very, very terrified of Chucky. I still am, actually. Uh, I think that's reasonable. See, yeah, but can you really be afraid of something you could literally punt out of a window? Yes. You know, but he's just so quick, you know, and the sound of his footsteps every time, just like, you know, on the floor. It's just, I don't know. It always just made me nervous. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I instill you with the power to punt Chucky, Rosanna. Yeah, I'd probably try to kick him more than anything instead of punch him, yeah. but I feel like he'd still try to... <laughs> Keep an arm's length away. Okay, so yes. hopefully we could be empowered with a victory here at Florida Night. Let's get to three full stories. Awesome, awesome. Perfect. So we got story number one. Some lady got pulled over last month, and when the cops asked her who she was... She didn't want to give her real name because she had a warrant out for her arrest. Smart. So Smart she figured, that. I'll just give this other name. Well, it turns out that lady also had a warrant out for her arrest. So she got arrested <laughs> and is lose, lose. facing several charges. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly, she just she's indicated the type of people she hangs out with. She just hangs out with I was going to say, people. yeah. There, you'd have to be. It has to be somebody that you know. You know, yep. the name they of a think, friend or coworker yeah. or something. And it was. It was one of her friends. Of course. Not her friend anymore, though. I'm, Don't I you mean, think? I'm sure. If you were consistently into criminal activities, you'd have that one friend you kept arms length away, but you knew they were clean nose. You know, like alibi and stuff. Like, sure. I know that I can count on them to not be in trouble in case I need to give a fake name. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I. I yeah. Okay. There's story one. Story number two, an 82-year-old guy who couldn't hear very well has been blasting his classical music for years. I feel you, bro. So I his neighbors, very well neighbors recently got a court order to force him to play it quieter. Well, he didn't, so then he got arrested, <laughs> and now he's been sentenced to 24 weeks in jail. Sounds like somebody had to oh, uh, wow. invest in this, uh, this guy getting some headphones. I'm just saying this is like the revenge of every old person who's ever yelled at the kids to turn down their music. That's true. I wonder if it was a song on loop, you know, something my Mozart <laughs> right? continuously goes. <laughs> just makes me think of those, my new favorite meme on social media. Man, this guy really spitting. You just listen to the classic, the violin. Start. You know, it was two cellos. It was a blend of both. I love two cellos. Yeah, they're pretty talented. So there's story two. And then story number three, some guy returned home at 3 a.m. after working a very long shift only to find a naked man in his bed. He said, you know, it's this isn't me as well. really pleasant. Uh, turns out this guy was off of his medication that he was supposed to be taking and smoking crack instead. So, oh. uh, you know, ipso facto. I mean, I guess he'd been walking through the woods completely naked before putting on this guy's bathrobe. This sounds like the start of a horror movie. And then he threw his PlayStation out of the bedroom window, and that's when he got arrested. Oh, well, yeah, that would have been the end. I would have been mad then. Like, before, I would have been confused and belligerent. Then I, I would like, have been that's it. rage-filled. So there you See, go. And I'm a Th- woman, so I'd get mad about the bathrobe thing. I don't care about my, my son's oh, yeah, PlayStation. You, yeah, you, you definitely couldn't wear that again. Yeah, no, you yeah. have to burn that. Yep, yeah, exactly what McCall said, fire. <laughs> so there you go. Three crazy stories. All right, Rosanna, what's your gut um, telling you? One, two, or three? I'm I'm going to go with three on this one. I don't know. That one just sounds like a story ridiculous. to me. It is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> let's be honest. Naked, yeah. wandering through the woods, on meth, throughout a PlayStation, wearing the bathrobe. <laughs> That's all your classic elements of a redneck horror story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with story number three. McCall, 
Is it story number three? It is, Rosanna. Congratulations. We've got you qualified to win uh, passes to Lava Hot Springs. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Perfect. Thanks, guys. Welcome. I don't know. Thank you. I don't know if you have these uh, immediate details, McCall, but how did, like, Johnny Meth Smoker get into the guy's house? He was a crack smoker. Whatever. How did Johnny Drug Smoker get into the house? They don't know. How did Johnny Bath Salts get into his house? <laughs> Johnny Bath Salts is probably a better name. They don't know. That's, oh, Tara, again, you're Tara Kaya's home security right there. Now, McCall, uh, based on this floor or not, I have just one question for you. Okay. Do you yourself own a bathrobe? Yeah. So in the Florida story, there was a bathrobe involved in the winning story, right. the Florida story. Do you have a bathrobe? Yeah, I have a couple. Why? Because I think that's an unusual thing to have anymore. I don't feel like anybody has them anymore. They serve no real purpose. Right. Don't roll your eyes at me. They don't serve a purpose. This is coming from someone who right. owns one. And again. Of course you own a bathrobe. I know. Con- no, no, hold on. It gets better. Continuing the trend of, I don't know why this was a gift. It was a Christmas gift from a parent. I... Love my bathrobe. How often do you use your bathrobe? Pretty much like on the daily. Really? Yeah. You know how many times? By the mine is also Slytherin themed bathrobe by the BT Dub. So you know, nerd power. Of course it is. I have worn that not ironically approximately zero times. It was not a wise investment whatsoever. Bathrobes, vests, all from the same parent. No idea what's happening. Yeah. I wear mine. I like mine. Hmm. Would not have guessed that. I feel like you have to be in the minority. You have to be. There's no way a majority of people have bathrobes and or wear them. Well, majority of people will not admit to it because it's Utah. So What's 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 the problem with admitting it's a bathrobe? It's not saying send us a picture of you in a bathrobe. No. no. Literally no. just a yes or no question. Who wouldn't admit they have a bathrobe? What kind of wall is that? <laughs> just wear wearing the bathrobe because I wear mine like all the time. Because I just okay. Well, judging by like what you've told clothes, me, okay, you are just you. I are... just don't like wearing clothes, so I put it on. No, okay. See, now you've taken it too far. What? Are, what? You, are you wearing a bathrobe you over your clothes? You harlot! Are you wearing a bathrobe over your clothes all the time? No, that's not the point of it. Well, that's what I... you were saying. You said. You said. I'm wearing my Slytherin bathrobe tomorrow. That AJ, is what I'm going to do. AJ's now backtracking because he's like, crap. I'm not backtracking. <laughs> I was weirded out because you said no one would admit they have a bathrobe Again, it's because it's Utah. It's and then you were like, I, the McCall Taylor, am a nudist in my free time. <laughs> I, I just. Yeah, I'm I, backtracking. No, you took it a completely different direction. That's the only reason why I wear a bathrobe. Okay. Because I'm not wearing Can I point clothes? out the irony of the fact that you said I don't like wearing clothes, but that's the reason why I wear a bathrobe? Is that lost on you whatsoever? <laughs> no. Just a quick observation. Okay, just making sure. That's the only reason why. Is because quick I, observation. If I have to, like, I don't know, go let my dogs out or something, I have to wear it. Because I can't, like, let my dogs out. Sure. Stop. Sure. You're making me uncomfortable, and I'm going to drink my coffee and just be happy with my life. We're all uncomfortable, McCall. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> McCall tattled on herself. Oh. Uh, we got a message yesterday that uh, 
honestly, the last week and a half has been not going to say reasons, things to consider before having a kid. I don't know why people trust us with giving advice on children. This message was about tattling. And actually, my mom is all more than willing to uh, get on the phone as well. Yeah. So I stumbled across this uh, story. Kindergarten makes 911 call after dad drives through red light. Oh. And my favorite is the response underneath. There's comments, of course, on every story. It's a new story. It says, right. I could never disown my child for a lot of things. But. Choices, whatever it is. But if I raise a snitch, they'd have to pack their stuff and go. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't know, but. Probs. I mean, I got to tell you. And I said, I'm not saying a reason against kids. It's just something to ponder ahead of time. Right. This day and age, like. My buddy, my uh, best, one of my best friends from high school has a daughter that turns, turned three in January. Yeah. And the kids are so intelligent now. Like they So use, smart. It's she ridiculous. knows how to use the tablet. Like she knows how to. Well, they can figure out like how to operate YouTube. Yeah. That's and, what like, she does. She has mm-hmm. like favorite shows and, they and stuff exactly on YouTube. they know exactly where it is. Yeah. Right. You be careful Young, now. impressionable brains. I mean. They are here. That kid sounds like perfect fan for eventually being a park narker. 100%. But like. I mean, really got to be a little bit terrified, right, of, uh, of uh, you know, someone remembering something or being able to be like, you know, you know phone, 911, done. And then that's easy because kids out, I mean, three, daughter just turned, what? my buddy's daughter just turned three and she's known how to use YouTube since I saw him last year. That's crazy. Right? Now, McCall, we, we, of course, are big believers in the mantra that, you know, snitches get stitches. Duh. There's no way, no way whatsoever that us or any of our siblings, because we have the same upbringing, <laughs> would ever snitch, Lies. right? Lies. Right? Lies. Are you saying are You saying there's somebody that needs stitches in your family? Yeah. Well, luckily, you know my mom. Anytime she got a chance to embarrass one of us kids, she's going to be on the phone. What do they say about kids and drunk people, McCall? <laughs> uh, most honest people you'll ever meet. No filter. Nope. AJ McCall on VFX. So, came across the story of a kid who called 911 to tattle. Somebody was speeding in the car. And you know my mom. Any chance to embarrass us light. kids? She you. loves to do it. So, yep. mom, what's, uh, what's the story? One of me and my siblings tattling. So, I think his sister Kayla was probably about 10 years old. And we were setting the dinner table for Christmas dinner. And she wanted to sit at the end of the table and I said no you can't sit there you know Uncle Derek's gonna sit there and she said why is he sitting there and I said oh he's the biggest person he needs the most room into the room walks her Uncle Derek who is a a big guy he uh, was a discus and a shot put thrower and in college and um, she promptly blurts out to him my mom said you have a big butt (laughs) oh gosh that's a little bit more telling. I don't think my mom said it exactly that way. Thanks, mom. I'm glad it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, McCall? You got a sibling story, uh, tattletale? Kind of, sort of. So, flashback. My my family has experience with a. a there was a little boy that was living with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was one of my brother Noah's friends. His name's Omar, okay. and Omar was one of the most brutally honest children oh boy i have ever met he has never had a filter now he was about nine years old and omar and my mom walk into a 7-eleven and as they're going into the 7-eleven 
Omar goes and he gets a Slurpee. My mom Reasonable. gets him a Slurpee. I like and, it. Uh, they're going to check out and there was a guy in front of them. Now, this guy was just plopping up a 12-pack of beer up on the 7-Eleven counter. Okay. And Omar's standing there. He looks at the guy. Then he looks at my mom. And he looks at the guy. And he tugs on his shirt. And my mom's like, oh, no. Because as soon as Omar does oh, anything, no. <laughs> it's we don't know what's coming out of his mouth next. So he goes, excuse me, sir. And he was the most polite little kid. Oh, so polite. And he goes, excuse me, sir. He turns around and says, yes. And he says, excuse me, sir. Are you drunk? And he goes, not yet. How can I be drunk? I'm just buying this stuff. And he goes, well, yeah, but why are you buying so much? (laughs) And my mom's like, okay, we're going to (laughs) go. But these are the kinds of situations that he would run into all the time. Like, I remember at one point in time, he asked my mom if there was a word that was a bad word. And he goes, Shelby, is ish a bad word? And my mom goes, yes. Yes, it is. He goes, Shelby, why? Why is ish a bad word? My mom goes, you can't I fault him for asking. He just wants to know. I tell me why. Don't know. And they're Explain driving to, to school. Me. And I think he was like nine, eight or nine at this point in time because he was living with us. And my mom goes, I, I don't know, Omar. You'll have to, uh, well, I'll have to look into that and then I'll get back to you. And he goes, okay. And then the rest of the drive was just quiet and awkward. <laughs> and then he gets out and he grabs his backpack and he closes the door, but then he knocks on the window. And so my mom rolls it down. And he goes, Shelby. I'm sorry I said ish in your car. <laughs> and then he goes off to school. And well, how he, can you resist that? I know. How can you resist he, that? He was the cutest. He was so cute. But he, like you never knew what was coming out of. Like, okay, they went to Deseret Book, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he walked up to the lady and asked, because they have like little um, action figures, kind right. of, like little figurines. And... Uh, he asked if they had any action figures of like Jesus and <laughs> the lady was so appalled but he was he was muslim and so the way that they grew up you know it was just he just said the darndest things and it was how, just how could he was so cute oh i love him <laughs> palmer hope furnishing pole the day uh, has your kid ever tattled or did you tattle as a, as a kid on a parent? 64% of people said yes. And for all the kids out there, don't pay attention <laughs> oh. to what Shanara said. She said, I was a rotten kid who would hit my arm. So there was a red mark to run to my parents saying, my brother hit me. Oh my god! I like seeing him in trouble until I was about seven years old. <laughs> wow. That's awful. McCall. Yeah. This is Valentine's week. Yeah. It is supposed to be the week of romance. Yeah. A list was put out of the most romantic, quote unquote, places. <sighs> Am I going to lose it? No, no, no. We're going to play romantic or cliche. Oh, stupid. McCall, I'm not trying to insist that you're cynical. I just feel like you have the most unbiased eye when it comes to romance. Sure. That's not true. Okay. Survey was done to name the top 10 most romantic places to propose by Americans. So oh, I introduce you okay. to a game called Romantic, Romantic or Cliche. Romantic or Cliche. Number 10. Okay. 
Windsor Castle near London. Been in a ton of movies. It's also where Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married. Romantic or cliche? I feel this is very important for me to say before Uh-oh. we before we go oh, on. No. Is this, is this going to be suck it again? Because I'm not ready for that. No. Um, I, for myself, if I ever get engaged in the future, I don't want there to be an ish ton of people around. I can support that. I'm with that. I don't like that. I don't like the publicity of it. So Windsor Castle, I think, would be extremely busy. So no. (laughs) But again, this is my own personal viewage. You dig? Cliche. Yeah. Number nine, Coliseum of Rome. As someone who's visited, let me just, as based on your point, it it's is literally stupid busy. packed all the time. Yeah, I've seen Constantly. pictures. I've seen pictures from my my aunt went there once, and she brought back packed. pictures of just the humans packed. that were there. And it's like, again, I go back to my point of just if it's extra the street vendors busy, there are busy, also super aggressive. Yeah, I believe I got that. Scratch there. Oh my gosh. Anyway, cliche. Oh, cliche. Don't love it. If you can figure out how to be able to close it down and do it by yourself, then whatever, do it. During a cruise on the River Zen in Paris. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Ooh, something different, McCall. We might have our first romantic answer. Oh, that's not what I wanted. It's spelled S-E-I-N-E. Oh, okay. S-E-I. Got it. Because I was like, I don't get it. Um... <laughs> Uh-oh, oh, oh, well, we're man, roll, 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 How many roll, people roll. are on the crew? Because you, I think that one is okay because I think that that one's less. Romantic! Romantic! On a canal cruise in Amsterdam. I think two that- Two for two for cruises? I think that one's also oh, okay. Oh, we got a just theme because, here. Just because of how, where I've been on a couple of these like, quote unquote cruises, you know- because it's, yes. it's, they're smaller boats. Yes. We went on one in Chicago. Yes. And it's like that size. If it's that size, that's fine. Empire State Building. Tippy top. Stupid. <laughs> Sleepless the, in Seattle did it better. The London Eye. The big Ferris wheel that you always see in movies. Uh, ooh, ooh. If you're on it by yourself, like the two of you, sure. Romantic. While riding a gondola in Venice. If it's just the two of you, again, this oh, is really? a common this is a common theme I for me. Make it cliche. Interesting. No, I just I think that if it's just the two of you, I, I think that, that that's my breakdown of it. Top three here. Okay. Number three, Niagara Falls. No, there's too many people. Stupid busy. Been there. Yeah. Number two, the Eiffel Tower. Stupid busy. No. Such a cliche. You can say stupid busy. It's a cliche. I 100%. don't care what you say. Hundred percent. And number one. Central Park in New York. What, next to the homeless people? No, Kind of with it as well. I don't know how that was number one. So we had, what, three answers. Three romantic answers. The London Eye on a canal cruise in Amsterdam and during a cruise on the River Seine. Hmm. All right, everything you think of for proposing, it's all cliche. Luckily for you, for the debate today, we're going to hand out some dating advice ahead of Valentine's Day. Also, if you are a good matchmaker... We help you make some serious cashola. It's Valentine's week. We just wrapped up cliche or romantic. And unfortunately, for a lot of the top 10 best places to propose, they were mostly cliche, according to the McCall Taylor. And I would agree. Yeah. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. And 
That being said, I think, you know, the things that people think are romantic and whatnot, McCall, not so great. Not no. so great. So, you know, tradition, I think, has dictated that AJ and McCall and their worldly experience pass along some dating advice. And that's right? what we're here for. Right? That's what we're here for. And not just any dating advice, because that's one thing. Duh, dating advice. Like, things you probably shouldn't have to say, but for some reason, common sense has just left the society. Yeah. And you need to be like, okay, again... Like, don't blow up people's phone. No. In this day and age, McCall and I will both tell you right now, if I get like four buzzes in less than a minute, I'm now mad. I It agree. doesn't even matter what it is. I am mad. That, yeah. I get stuck in a group text every once in a while. Oh, the worst. And we have group messages with a lot of different people. But if I'm working, especially... Like, I don't know, an hour and a half ago, (laughs) and I'm working, and I'm making things, trying to be creative and using my phone to create, AJ, I swear if you send me messages right now, but- No, of course not. Stop. I was trying to create things with my phone, and all I kept getting was notification after notification, and so it was up at the top, and I was trying to click the button to undo something, and instead it took me over to the group thread. I'm mad. Oh, yeah, because everything's touched now, so you're working on something, Ooh. and then you click something you didn't intend because yeah. it just popped up, yeah. and then oh, you're taken so completely mad. somewhere else. So mad. How about some dating advice you give me on my past and people can learn from my mistakes? Okay. So once upon a time, you know, you know when you're you need to sleep at night and you can't, and your brain's like, "Hey, remember this stupid thing you did like 15 years ago that has no effect on your life right, now?" Right, right, yeah. Right. So I had one of those. Uh oh. Couple weeks ago. Uh oh. Here it is. So my senior year, there was this girl, very beautiful girl, that I had started talking to, and I was trying very hard to make plans. Another piece of advice: don't try so hard. Yes. It'd be better if you relax. Just calm down. We're yes. all anxious. Just take a deep breath. But I was trying hard to make plans with mistake number one. And so she kept coming up with the bogus excuses. So I felt like the writing was on the wall. But where it ended was she had like dance practice or track. I can't remember. But the important part of the story is that she's going to be super sweaty. She's like, well, I can't hang out. I'm going to stink, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, well, luckily I live in one of those modern houses that has a shower. So you're more than welcome to swing on by, use the shower, and then we can hang out from there. Now, again, I would like to imply there was no innuendo, no nothing. I was stating a very simple fact. There is a shower here. If you have a change of clothes, do as you do, Uh and then we hang out. Advice. (sighs) AJ. No, go ahead. Look, the end of the story, that was the end of us talking. We never did again. So go ahead. Go ahead. Learn from my mistake. Come on. Keep it on, McCall. Bring it. I can handle it. There's only a 30% chance I'll cry. That wasn't a good move. Clearly! I would like to state in my defense, I was not trying to make a pass or anything. I was like legitimately trying to be helpful. Yeah. I got it. It was not a good idea. No. Made the whole situation uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Right. Got it. So don't do that. Don't make people uncomfortable was the moral of the story. You got you to gotta play. You got to slow play it. I'm not saying the three-day rule, which I know McCall hates. Yeah. You got to feel it out. I don't, have, I don't have good words for the three-day rule. <laughs> now, looking back, I'm like, oh, look, that worked. But I hate it.
Because it, it's stupid. It's a thing. It's it is, stupid. It's a thing. Stupid. <laughs> more, <laughs> more dot dating advice. Not good dating advice. Like, things people shouldn't need to hear. Like, it should be common knowledge. But what do they need to hear? We have plenty. I, I, red flags exclusive over here. I got plenty of learn by examples <laughs> to come. Oh, boy. Duh, dating advice for the debated eight. Ooh. With AJ McCall at VFX. Ooh. Yes. I got a couple really good ones. Hit us. One. Don't chew with your mouth open. Ooh, that's just good life advice. Right. But, I mean, if you really want to, like, get a second date, don't chew with your mouth open. I'll be honest, shallow or not, I wouldn't go out on a girl with a second. I wouldn't go out a second time with a girl who chewed their mouth open. Right. Uh, and then... Advice number two. Two. Learn from my experience. Okay. It's personal touch. Communicate about things like the money. That that's more Dancing. like <laughs> That's like into relationship. That's, I was say, that's advice. further down the road, but, but good, still communication advice. Still a good, advice. Good good life still advice. advice. Much good life advice. Because if you're over here like I'm a boss, and I can figure this ish out by myself. You really can't. <laughs> good, good advice, Again, much, advice. Much good advice. <laughs> Surprise! It was me. That was me. I thought I was doing that, and I was not doing that very well at all. Rosanna's on the phone. Rosanna, what's your dog dating advice? I love my husband very much, but you know, just take your time. No yeah. rush. Just take your time. That's probably the best advice I could give. I Okay, but uh, thanks for the advice, Rosanna. It sounded like it went too well. Oh gosh! <gasps> or it was advice, awesome, and they were joking. Another <laughs> advice: make sure that you and your partner, significant other, are on the same page. Make sure you and the person you're spending time with are on the same page. Back to <clears throat> communication. You know, because you may think it's okay to suggest, say, "Hey, there's a shower here you could use," or joke about it or whatever. They may be like, "This is weird." It's Skin's good. This dude's clearly going to make me an incense good. And then just the end of it. You'll be on the same page. How about, how about, let's see, duh, relationship advice. Don't date other people while you're dating. You're going to the dust of the duh. That's what we were going for. How about if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, excuse me, it sounds like a duck, it is a duck. Too many times... People that I know talking solely about a friend here. This is not personal experience. Too many I, times did that friend. This is so difficult. Too many times that I what think. What is happening? I, I was trying to be like, it wasn't me. It was me. Too many times that I think it didn't work the first time, but maybe it'll be I'm different this time. Maybe if I change. I am the man of second chances, backslides, red flags again, blinders on. Don't do it. So many times. I mean, you would think when I crashed my car trying to surprise my then girlfriend at the time, who then turned it into I was mad at her, even though I just didn't want to talk because, you know, I just totaled my car. Right. You would think that that would be the end of it, right? Right. Nope. Dated two more times. The girl that moved to LA, that would be the end of it. Moved across the country from Indiana, said nothing. That would be the end of it, right? No. She got a chance to do it another time, and then we still dated after that. Um, yeah. Those are good pieces of advice. Here's one that drives me bonkers. We are busy people. Yes. So do not do not mistake this for that that people are always going to have time for you. There's going to be periods where people 
are busy. Mm-hmm. However, if you feel like you are always the one that has to generate the plans, the contact, whatever it is, if you're always the one that has to do it, always, not yep. sometimes, because relationships are supposed to be 50-50, but sometimes you got to trade. Sometimes people got to do 75. Right. But if you're always the one doing it, it's a waste of your energy. Yes. And, and... Uh... If you're dating somebody to change them, you are a garbage human. McCall, I already said that. Like, what do you, why do you got to do that? Why do you got to, you got to kick me when I'm down. I'm telling my worst, the worst stories here. Right. And you're kicking me while I'm down. I'm just saying, <sighs> if you date somebody expecting that that person is going to change, that's not how oh. it goes. If you can't <laughs> love them for the way that they are right then and there, and you're expecting them to be like, oh my gosh, there's so much that can change. If he dates me... Stop. Last last big one. Don't date friends' exes. Just, no. I've done it. Friends have done it. Just, it doesn't. It, it, it never works. It's always going to be awkward. It's never going to be okay. Yeah. I've dated... I dated a girl. I should have. This was this. You know how I got to Kylie's my Mount Everest of red flags, right. right? She's the one that I crashed the car. Right. You know how that all started? Her best friend was trying to set her up with my best friend. But we liked each other, and it was a huge fight from then on. And did I learn that lesson? No. Four more years of that garbage. Don't date Don't date exes of friends. No. Maybe don't even date friends of friends, personally. No. Up to you. All right, McCall. I think we've established a lot of duh, duh, duh. dating advice. You can keep sharing yours, of course, Utah's VFX on all social media. But maybe we're ready to play matchmaker. Probably not, but okay, let's go. Uh, would you be more interested if I told you if we can do it correctly? We could get $25,000. Oh, yeah. Cool. I thought I might sway you. Okay. How you can play matchmaker and make a whole lot of cash. Were you ever good at the matchmaking game, McCall? No, I wanted to be, but I never have been. AJ McCall on VX. I wasn't great either. I always spend all my prospects. We're going to hand off, you know, seconds to people who... Wanted to hook up AJ McCall at VFX. Guy in Kansas City, though, McCall, may get you back in the game. Oh? He is offering $25,000 to anyone who can find him a girlfriend. Wow. Here's your basic information. 47 years old. Okay. Entrepreneur. I know, dirty word in Utah. Never been married, but hasn't had any luck with online dating. So he set up a website. He has a video that explains himself. He's a good-shaped guy. He has been in a lot of long-term relationships, but he can't find the right one. If you get a potential girlfriend that works out for him, he'll send you 25 stacks cash money. That would be cool. Well, now I just want to try. I mean, yeah, but... You, you can't nominate yourself to try and pocket the money, by the way. Oh, well, that's clever that he uh, what if, put I that mean, in there. <laughs> yes, and, you know, scams and whatnot, but what if you're the one... You got to get a friend and be like, all right, you got to nominate me because this whole work around here and we'll split the cash later. Yeah. Do you have any tips for people trying to set people up? Valentine's Day, no first dates. Remember, we agreed on it. It was like overwhelming majority of VFX agreed. Don't do a first date on Valentine's Day. Uh, Because I've never been good at it. Never. I've basically at this point said, no, you're better off just continuing to strive and be alone because I'm not going to do great. Not going to do well. Because up until recently, I I picked terrible choices myself. You want me to pick for you? I can't pick for myself. Uh, I don't know. I'm not very good at it. I like to say I'm good at it, but I'm really not. (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Continue to give us your duh dating advice on our social media, Utah's VFX. Shouldn't have to be said. Kind of needs to. Probably a good week, too, still before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. McCall has some... Well, McCall has a lot of peculiar, peculiar things about her. I'm but if you, if you were to have some time to yourself, okay. randomly, wouldn't you treat yourself a little bit? Probably. Especially when it comes to food, at least. Maybe you're not going to go off to him. I'm not saying to have a splurge spree. We don't need anybody getting any debt or anything. Getting but food-wise, maybe you'd have some of your favorites, you know, eat some junk and whatnot. McCall does the complete opposite. What a weirdo. Sorry. I'm not saying. I'm going to do something elaborate if you're by yourself. But, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship and you get some time to yourself, one evening, someone's got a work, meeting, family event, whatever, something that you end up alone, wouldn't you... Yeah, Make a semi-special occasion out of it. Do something a little bit different. Maybe find some of your favorite foods you don't normally get to eat. Whatever it is, right? Do something. Something, McCall. No. The McCall Taylor has that exact opportunity and she eats what? Whatever I want to. No, 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 no. See, that's what I was going for. That's not what you eat. Come on. I... Tell the story. (laughs) For some reason, weirdo. I'm a weirdo. Crazy. Okay. So, Dustin and I have a fairly, I would say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Consistent, consistent routine when right. it comes to like dinner. Fair. You know, yes. A meat. You got your schedule figured out. Yeah. Like meat, um, starch or potato or something, and, and uh, vegetable. And it's always been like that. But for me, I can just eat, like, a bag of, like, steamed broccoli and I'm fine. Like, that's what I would prefer is just, like, I'll just have some vegetables. It, but it's, like, since since Dustin's home, I will make, like, good food. Now, if you missed the After Show podcast from yesterday, utahsvfx.com, McCall mentioned during the podcast that she had to go get one specific item from the grocery store broccoli. for her Super extravagant dinner that she was going to eat for herself this evening. No, it was in a jar. She forgot already. Jam. Yep. I had to get jam. She was going to go get jam because she was going to have... Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Because I'm very like... Home alone, she's going to have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's just simple. Because I don't... Since Dustin's gone, I have a ton of work that I need to get done at home. And so I will end up just like doing work like i have my laptop which is making me very furious right now downloading at a blistering pace of one second yeah basically it's telling me it's going to take 2022 hours to uh export this video which is great worth Uh, it 84 days and 53 uh half days 83.53 whatever that is so anyway i am over here like what am i gonna do for dinner Okay, so I got home yesterday for lunch, and I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then for dinner, I had hot dogs, and I'm fine with it. I feel great. But when Dustin's home, I make, like, fancy food, because, you know, I just feel like, I don't know. Utah's VFX on Twitter. If you buy yourself, do you go the simple route, or do you go the treat yourself route? All of a sudden, you had an evening to yourself. You go the way of McCall, and maybe you just don't feel like you need to do anything elaborate. You just enjoy the simple foods, or do you treat yourself a little bit? Get something maybe you don't normally get to have. Utah's VFX on Twitter. Maybe me eating broccoli is just treating myself. 
The saying is, if it's free, it's me, and I'm never going to turn that down. AJ McCall at VFX. Now, McCall, life is about uh, consequences. Right. You learn something bad, then you probably want to avoid it. If there's something good associated with something else, you're probably going to do it again and again. Now, needless to say, you've made no bones about school and and how you were... Sucky. Yeah, I wasn't going to go that far, but sure, you said it. I did not do good at school. But, but, if you could get free stuff... For doing math, would you? Yeah. Now, uh, that would be good. Unfortunately, you do have to move to the Bronx, but at the Lucky Pass. Candy Deli in the Bronx, customers can get free stuff for answering simple math problems. That's cool. 20-year-old cashier and owner's son, Ahmed Alwyn, came up with the idea said, I just wanted to help people. Okay. Tell I you, think that's cool. I, I got to tell you, I don't think it's a terrible business model, too, because you ever there's always those problems that come up that's like two times zero plus four times six. Right. And you're, I read the comments, and then they're not even close. So yeah. I, I don't know that they're going to give away as many free things as you think. Heck, it's, I saw this one yesterday. Uh-huh. When I was six, my sister was half my age. Okay. I'm now 80. How old is my sister? 77. Yes. The first comment I saw yesterday was 40. Easy. Oh Get us a tougher one next time. Please tell Bruh. me it was sarcastic. Brah, really? Really? So based on what I've seen from Facebook math memes, this is actually probably a good business plan. I don't think you're going to give away a ton of stuff, and you may boost the education in the area just a little bit. I don't like it. Now you don't like it? It's free stuff. No, I just don't like, sorry, I just don't like the memes on the social media because I'm thinking about it. Like I'm, I'm spiraling down that little. Oh, they, they're cringe. They hole. make me cringe. That's awful. They give me a little that's bit awful. of anxiety. Too, so but is yeah. this, is this the guy that's on TikTok? Is this the guy that's like super popular on TikTok, where he's like, here, go for a shopping spree. Like you get five minutes basically if you figure this out, I'm or not five sure. seconds, mm-hmm. and then because I think if it's the guy that I'm thinking of, he's super cool. Because I know there's one in New York that does that. They get a lot of Insta. I'm not seeing anything about TikTok. TikTok, excuse me. Maybe. Maybe they are. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll call 7 plus 7. 14. Oh, free sandwich. Not for me, but. Oh. I'm not I just a, have to go steal I'm it? I'm not a deli. I and get to I go just, steal it? Oh, to go okay. tell the owner up front that uh, you you won the math contest, you get free food. Ah. Nice. <laughs> He'd be like, no. I hope that works. I want to try that now. It's the week of Valentine's Day. Uh, Maybe a celebration, but do you have any unusual anniversary celebrations? I've got one I'm happy not to celebrate. With it being Valentine's Day, McCall, you know, a set, not so much anniversary, but a set celebration every year. I was asking around yesterday, friends and even my parents, say, hey, do you have any unusual anniversary? Something that's besides the norm of the wedding, etc. They celebrate, and everybody said no, and I was getting the gist that everybody did just... They did. They just didn't want to tell me what it was. Okay. So I figured I'd lead by example because luckily I'm still a little bit unusual. And it's actually an unusual celebration. It's an unusual anniversary I'm glad didn't happen. So we talked about dating advice. That's fine. You can you can be. Okay, we talked about dating advice during the debate date, and I talked about my Mount Everest red flag, right? Right. So, again, break up. We go be apart for a while together. There was a point, I think four or five years in a row 
where we spent, we dated for a stretch, handful of weeks, like four or five years in a row. We'd be apart, but somehow four or five straight years we dated. Uh-huh. So my my buddy coined this joke, and it became a joke among all my friends. And eventually, we were both just going to call it quits and say we couldn't get away from each other, and we were just going to get married in 2018. Oh, boy. So when 2018 came to an end, I texted my friends like, eh, your prediction didn't come true. So every year, the 20 is not 2018, which is now until ever right i celebrate because it didn't happen that's a my great mount everest red flag and just i don't remember remember the story but do you remember my ex who got married to someone twice her age right yeah same red flag okay same red flag oh okay. so yeah it's not 2018 i I'm made it through so, without getting married i'm so proud of could you. could you imagine if we'd grown up in utah like her and i would got married like 10 years ago Duh. I'm red flagging it all over the place. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're not married by like 20, what are you doing? Yeah, to quote Coca-Cola, wave your flag, wave my flag. You know the song? No. Really? There's Waka Waka, which was Shakira's, right. and there's the other one. Right. The waving flag. Yeah. Oh, same thing. Then it goes back. Kanon, that's his name. I got to watch him in concert. The McCall Taylor, the encyclopedia of all things. I, mean, yeah, I knew you, you yeah, had it. See, that's what I would have been doing. I would have been waving my usually, flag. Usually you can just like give me some random thing. When it comes to music, and I usually have some. Whereas the McCall Taylor will give me something along the lines of, hey, what's that one thing we did that one time? And then get upset when I don't know the answer to that fill in the blank. Yep. (laughs) It's because my brain is filled with music knowledge, and that's it. And my brain is filled with what the heck McCall means, apparently. Uh, This is what I talked about yesterday. This was in the after show yesterday. (laughs) What McCall does, she infiltrates your life. That's how I started the show. She's unconsciously, subconsciously affected Ashley, and Ashley started doing things McCall does. She infiltrates your life. You're like a parasite. You take over, and everything has to conform to you. Parasite just won Best Movie, so whatever. It's coming to theaters, like 2,000 of them, I think. Isn't it amazing that that was like nowhere and it wins the Oscar? I know. Like what a major whiff by everyone. I've never, yeah. Well, to be honest though, I still didn't like those other two movies that I watched. Yeah. Quick review for your Oscars because we're all in the same boat, right? We all said we're going to watch them and then we didn't. Right. Quick review. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, what the H. Like My favorite thing was telling McCall, fun fact, Quentin Tarantino who directed that has a foot fetish to which McCall said yeah I mean that makes sense because there's random places in there that it's like put your feet up on the dashboard you dirty hippie and so she did and then I was like what this is the literally like I have never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie and I told Dustin you're gonna love this movie because it's a Quentin Tarantino movie and I had already rented it and Dustin was like what and I said, yeah. And he said, have you ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? And I was like, no. And he's like, you know, like Kill Bill. And I was like, no. And he's like, you know. And then he like starts listing off things. And I was like, no. And he's like, Quentin Tarantino's weird. Yes. And I said, okay. Yes. But like, it can't be that weird. And then I watched it and I was like. I haven't, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've I, seen a few of his movies. Like, like it weird. was incredible to be able to see Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt do their thing. At like, it was point, so fun to I just watch them at this perform. Point, Leo's always an Oscar nominee. They did just a great, great, great job acting. But basically, I feel like the rest of that movie, I just need to like open my brain up and like scoop that out and get rid of it because I don't need it. And for the Joker? Yeah. It was really slow. So for the movie, and then it was really good, and then it ended. To recap, what? To recap, the movie that had the best actor and the best supporting actor. The acting was phenomenal in both of them. So sucks. Totally sucks. Look. 
Just because the just because the acting was great doesn't mean the movie was great. Sucks. Okay, it's the same thing we had about the the conversation about that halftime show. With just great. because they're great performers and they did a really good job doesn't mean the performance in and of itself was great. If I could make one last point to uh, Jared Leto, suck it. He poor, was the Joker, and he was terrible. Leto. He just keeps he's looking, and, looking at Heath Ledger and, and Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix running Oscars. outside, they winning Oscars. Oscars, and they're just like. He's inside looking at him like, oh, I wish I had an Oscar. I love that guy. So did Jared Leto. Suck it! McCall, do you know who Giannis Antetokounmpo is? No, but that name is really familiar. AJ McCall at VFX. I can't understand why it's not like it's a unique name. I mean, there's Giannis Antetokounmpo's everywhere. I know, five in Utah. The Greek freak. The Greek he won freak? MVP last year of the NBA, plays oh, for the okay, Milwaukee okay. Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yesterday, I can't remember if it was he released the photo yesterday or he had his baby yesterday, uh-huh. but he had a son. Now, Giannis is a 6'11", uh-huh. just shy of seven feet. Uh-huh. And it got me thinking, what are the odds you think that his kid's going to be the same height or close to the same height as him? Because he has a brother, Theus, I think, Theus Antetokounmpo, who's about the same height. No, he's a little bit short. I think Theus is about 6'8". Hmm. So he, he, tall family. Yeah. Tall family. How tall is his wife? Girlfriend. Whatever. I will look that up for you. Okay. Because I got thinking about it because like in my family, so my dad is under six feet tall and my mom is tiny, I don't know, five and a half feet. Uh-huh. And uh, I am taller than all of them. I'm the tallest of my siblings. I'm taller than both my parents. And so I was curious because I know you're a taller lady. We were actually just talking about this yesterday yeah. in the after show as well. Yeah. I think I'm taller than my mom. What about your dad? M- not taller than my dad. My dad's like 6'1". Are you the tallest sibling? Uh, I don't know. I think Noah may be taller than me. You're not the tall- oh, no, McCall. You're short. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay, here's a picture of them together. She's about, uh, I'd say, under shoulder height, so I don't know. Probably like... High fives. Six. <laughs> yeah, high fives, low sixes. Uh-huh. So she tall lady, taller than average. Okay. What do you think, son? He called him Baby Freak is what he's nicknamed him. Oh, gosh. He'll probably be like 6'2 or something. Oh, that would suck. Could you imagine that? Your dad's six legs, the MVP of the league. And, you know, it's always tough to be a kid, but he's 6'11, MVP of the league, and you're like, all right, I'm going to be 5'11. Dang it. Yep. That That'd would suck. Be, that'd be the worst. Yeah. That would be the absolute worst. Yeah. Oh, I tell you. I love my stature, literally and metaphorically and literally in my family. I love being the tallest, the best. Oh. Do you know what the I old wives exist, so. you know what the old wives' tale is for height? If you're tall, then you're tall. Yeah, McCall, you know, if you take your age, subtract two and add two, that's your age. <gasps> what wow. The old wives' tale. Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> the old wives' tale is if you take your height at two years old and double it. Oh yeah. That's supposed to be Duh, AJ! How did I not get no, you clear? No, I remember to- that. Was it two or was it four? It's two. It's two. Oh. You take your height at two and double it, and that's how tall you should be. Oh. I Ish. think I was pretty close. Because I remember my mom did it. I I don't remember. I was supposed to be a big baby, or tall baby, according to the wives' tale, so I think I lived up to- A tall human? Whatever. Or a tall baby? Tall baby. I was going to be a tall baby. <laughs> I was never going to age. I was literally never going to age. Mm up a lot we have covered it's valentine's we've covered a lot 
lot of uh, is it romantic, is it not, dating advice. We've done all of that. We've helped you out. What about with your Tinder profile, McCall? What about your online dating profile? Because I got to tell you, as someone who was on dating apps for a while, anxiety-filled process to come up with what you think is something that is not too cheesy, too over the top, but will get attention. I'm really grateful I've never had to make one of these. Yeah, count your blessings. Yeah. So we decided, we gave you the framework of the important information, but to take the anxiety out of it, you don't have to do any thinking whatsoever. It's one of our favorites. It's a center budding texting game. Yeah, predictive. So you do things like, there's a whole list of them, my name, or my name, I am, my age, and then you just center button out to finish a sentence. Okay. My profile has things like, my name is the best. Arrogant. Love it. (laughs) That's going to catch people off guard. I am... Not sure if I can make it. I gotta, I gotta type this. Hang on, wait a second. My name is. Uh, okay, keep going. I am not sure if I can make it. Do I have to? Okay, so mine just ends with, sorry. Do I have to keep going? <laughs> no, you just okay. pick the end of the sentence. Okay. Uh, my age is the best way to get a hold of the guy. Okay. I live in the United States, and I have a few questions about the game. Okay. I was born in the morning. Okay. My body is behind me. <laughs> no idea what that means. I think I'm I'm spiritually woke. Great. I enjoy the outdoors. Big miss on my phone's part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my ideal partner is a good time. Okay. I'm attracted to you and your family. <laughs> Yeah, I get the, the you know mem- dot dating advice. Don't put off serial killer vibes. My phone didn't get the memo. I don't know what. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like any of this. What do you got? I'm like trying to type my things in. Uh, okay, almost there. <laughs> you can see which one of us has had to make an online profile before. I was done with. By the way, if you're tall, since we were just talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, find a creative way to say that because legitimately, like I watched, I had a friend get in a whole argument and I actually will put this in a pen for tomorrow. I had a whole friend get in an argument on social media because someone told her uh, that he was X height, over six feet. That's usually kind of the standard, right? Dude was like 5'4", and she like left the date and people were giving her crap about it. It Dude kind of lied about it, but you know. It's not an uncommon trait. So I always said that I can reach things on the highest shelf. I'm a call. Inquiring minds want to know, what does your profile say? Let's find out what it's going to look like. Life after Dustin. That's not going to happen. Life after Dustin doesn't happen. But this is what my uh, predictive text messaging comes up with. I'm ready. My name is me. (laughs) That is you. That is very much a very McCall thing. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) Thus far, your phone's two for two. Killing it. My age and age is so pretty. No idea. Hardstein. I live with you. Weird. Okay. I was I was not aware that our relationship had taken that level, but okay. I was born in the morning. Hey, same Z's. Great. My body is so pretty. Uh, not you. <laughs> Definitely you now. I enjoy it. Okay. okay, still you. It's the same st- two sentences put together. Uh, my ideal partner for the future is a great idea. Oh, so you know that it's going to be good. You just haven't figured what? out all the elements of it yet. 
before I had to go back because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Because my ideal partner, it said, my ideal partner for the day. And that's where it ended. You so just, I was like, know, that doesn't just, make any sense. Yeah, you don't feel too much attachment. Uh, I'm attracted by the people who have been good. Still you. Your yeah. phone did a pretty good job capturing, I think, you. Yep. Mine, not so bad, but... I, I love you. the outdoors. Not and, great. No. Not great. AJ, I love the outdoors. Big whiff. So close. Big whiff by my phone. Much good. It's on our social media, Utah's VFX. So you have the framework, my name, and then you center button it out. Comment what you get, and we'll see how our dating profiles turn out. Thus far, McCall, I think, was at least much more tuned into her personality uh-huh. and probably getting her more responses. Let's be uh-huh. honest. Probably. <laughs> Look, McCall, I know that you're not a huge fan. Of Valentine's Day, but still, you probably got to have something planned for this weekend between you and Dustin, right? No. AJ McCall at VFX. Not a thing. Nothing out of the unusual. Nothing slightly more than ordinary. Mm-mm. We don't have anything planned this weekend. At all. Like, I mean, at all. I think my mom was talking about the possibility of coming up because her birthday's on Saturday. So I think we'll probably go out and have like lunch. How do you balance that as a kid? You just do. I don't know. <laughs> Her birthday's on the, the day after Valentine's Day. We always have, like, celebration. I don't know. I don't know how to balance it. Do I look like I know how to balance it? No. You and your planners can't sort it out? No. I, if you would let me Sorry. <laughs> what I was going to say. Sorry, go I ahead. I balance as a kid because when you become a teenager, early 20s, dating becomes a big deal to you. Yeah. And especially as you become over the age of 18, I think your Valentine's celebrations become a little bit more elaborate. They're not just a, you know... a the one day they could be a whole week, a weekend thing. So your mom's birthday being the day after Valentine's day. How in the heck do you balance that? Cause I gotta tell you, there's one parent right now who has a birthday in February. Who, If they had been the 15th, there definitely been some birthday skips, but you have to wait till next weekend, bro. I cannot help you out right now. Um, and they would not have taken it. Well, here's how I balance it. I'm all ears on what is surely going to be an eloquent and well thought out answer. I don't care. <laughs> Valentine's Day happens. We'll go out and get like dinner or something. But usually like Dustin and I. Pisha. Pisha. I'm thinking I'm going to get some Pisha for dinner. Definitely on Friday. Because I just. Meh. Don't care. Meh. I'm I'm not invested. Well, then it's like with, with, my, with, with my mom. Like my mom is my best friend in the whole world. Right. We just. Eh. I don't know. For her birthday, she was like, oh my gosh, let's go do this and we'll go have food and maybe we'll go watch a movie or something. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. I don't know why you're defensive. It wasn't meant as an insult. It was a legitimate question. And that's, that's, but but the the defensive that I'm on is more so like the, what if we like make Valentine's Day an entire week? And I'm like, I didn't say that. You did. No. You said Valentine's Day plans become more elaborate as you grow older. They do. And then they end up taking up an entire week. And again, I, I reiterate, no. Not an entire week. They take up more time. They just take up a day. It's Valentine's not- Day is a day, okay? It's in February. Valentine's Day is in February. And if I could have the opportunity to no go spend time during There's the no summer winning. in the mountains, then I'm going to do it. Because like for Valentine's Day, spending Valentine's Day weekend in the mountains is like that is a sure case of frostbite <laughs> probably so or you know pass. avalanche oh, yeah we had one of those so uh, we had several of those actually. i prefer to get some like pisha or something on on friday night i'll probably watch a movie that i will probably also think is stupid 
because I don't like anything. And then the next day, I couldn't I'll go tell out that wasn't a recurring theme in this answer. The next day, I'll go out and I'll celebrate my mom's birthday. Right. I'm sorry I asked. I will never bring up major holidays around you ever again. Man, my like, apologies. Restaurants just get so busy. No, no, for sure. You should have gone Ugh. either this past weekend or next weekend. Don't bother making plans for this weekend. It's Please too late. Please don't. It's if you haven't late. already, you suck. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance at <laughs> it up on the VFX Facebook page. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. Find us on Facebook because I'm spinning my feed. McCall's spinning her feed. I'm going to randomly like and comment on something. Make your day. Stop. I landed on my friend John's post. And it's a uh, picture of what looks like, I don't know, maybe like an Amazonian setting. Okay. It says, beware of Crocs. And there's like a bunch of oh my God. Crocs floating. It's <laughs> Valentine's Day, not Father's Day. Keep your puns and stupid <laughs> jokes to yourself. I landed on Heather DeLuca. It says, trying to get out of the grocery store during Girl Scout cookie season. It's Girl Scout table set up, and it's uh, it's Bird Box. What the heck is her name? Sandra Bullock. That, and her and her kids just running away. That's a good one. You can win. I mean, it wouldn't stop me. I'm still going to find the table, but you know, it's a good I'm- idea. Oh no! I accidentally ran it. Oh no! Sorry, took fifteen boxes. Yeah, that's gonna. Oopsie that's doopsie. how I stopped maybe from spending you know thirty dollars to three hundred dollars. That's, that's a oopsie doopsie. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, add us across all social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, yeah. Utah's VFX, all those places. Up TikTok. Find us, add us. We gave away Serenoni blanket last week. The way you get entered in, it's like the draw. If you follow us on social media, you're entered in. Yep. So Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can be part of the show as well. With the participation award going on, don't forget that you can call in anytime, 435-787-0945 for that one-year membership, Sports Academy and Rack Club. We're going to draw for that at the end of the month. The way you get entered in is participate. Participate. That's that it. easy. What's today? Tuesday. Only Tuesday? Yeah. When we have a phone call, we have to be on later. Ugh. Happy Tuesday. Fast forwarding to Friday. Yeah. Please, can we do that like now? Find all the podcasts, utahsvfx.com, all the contests, utahsvfx.com, blogs, music news, utahsvfx.com. Ta-da! Search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are, and you'll find all of our show elements, videos, everything there. All of the good, good. So until tomorrow, which is apparently and disappointingly not Friday. Yeah, don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to the AJ McCall Show on VFX 94.5. 98.3.